Hey guys, okay, it's a bit of a different one to start today. It's Jackie here. Hope you're all well. Welcome back to Wine Down. Um, yes, I did just get home from having a drink. Anyways, different start today because Mitch and I filmed the episode that you're about to listen to about two weeks ago. We forgot to do an intro because, I mean, it's Mitch and I. Anyway, I'm doing it now, so hope you're all well. Love you all so much. Hope you love this episode. I'm so excited to introduce the guest that we had on. Her name is Pia Mance. Um, used to be Pia Catapan. I'm sure you guys all follow her on Instagram. If you don't, definitely go follow her. She is such an icon, inspiration, hot fucking goals. Um, she is a influencer, model, dog mom. She used to live in Melbourne. She now lives in London. And we just talked to her about everything from COVID to modeling to getting started in the industry to insecurities and everything. So I hope you all love it. It's seriously a good episode. And yeah, hope you enjoy. Here's Pia. Hey, Pia. Hello. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I am a longtime fan. Oh, we love that. We're, we're glad to have you back on. So last time we did anything like this with you was when we were doing your virtual, virtual yeah. hugs. Yeah, virtual hugs. That was fun, but I stopped that. That was a bit Yeah, why, why did you stop that? I don't know, because I went travelling and I thought everyone was coming yes. out of lockdown and then, I don't know. Now It I was good like though. It would have been yeah, so much work though. Yeah, was I was going it was a ton of work. Like the editing took like over three, four hours for each video. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. And then also oh, find sorry, people I everywhere. Sorry, I quit WhatsApp on my computer. Sorry. Um, yeah, finding people, finding the time differences. Oh, it was just yeah. a And also I know it sounds yeah. silly, but because my face was in it, I'd have to like wear a different outfit and do my makeup. So I don't, you know, like that <laughs> time as well. <laughs> I know it's like a whole other thing to think about. Yeah, it was it was a lot, but it was fun. Um, yeah. So for everyone that doesn't know you, do you want to just give us a little rundown of who you are, what you do, how old you are, etc. Sure. So I'm 24. I'm originally from Melbourne, and when I lived there, I was doing modelling, and I wasn't really doing influencing. And then I moved to London three years ago with my boyfriend and then I was doing modeling here and then I got dropped from my agencies and then I just started doing influencing so now I guess you would say I'm an influencer but I also have a degree I made sure I say that every time and (laughs) I have a degree in PR and I also do like some consulting for brands like helping them with photo shoots stuff like that and I'm working on a few other little things on the side but keeping them under wraps at the moment. Exciting. Ooh. So you're a real businesswoman all rounder. We love that. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> Got your finger in a few pies, as they say. So yes, I, I do. Oh my god, I forgot to say my most impressive title. I am oh. a dog mum. <laughs> Wolfie. Yes. Yeah. Cute. And I'm also a wife. Yes. Yes. Recently. Yeah. Recently wifed up. Yeah, love that She's wifey. Yeah, we will be getting into that because, like, that is what we all aim to be one day, wifey. Isn't it? It's hot tea. It is. But, but wait, I wanted to quickly just ask you about when you say you were dropped from your agencies, what do you mean? 
Um, oh, well, I grew up in modeling in Australia with Chadwick's and I'm still with them and they are like the best and get me loads of work. But when I came to London, they kind of, my look didn't really suit the market here. So I was with an agency and they let me, like, they just said, you're not for us. Like, we're going to take you off our books. So that's called dropping um, when they're like, you're not working enough for us. And then um, I changed agencies and then it happened again. So then, um, and they were like, look, she's not working enough. Like, she's not really, you know, our kind of model. And then obviously Mm. through these these periods of time I'm kind of doing everything I can to get work and so it's like even though you get paid so much for one day the rest of the days you're just sitting around thinking like am I even going to work once this month like yeah, am I yeah. too fat? This, this, this. and then I like uh with my first agency they were like you have to lose weight your arms are fine but your legs are way too big <laughs> obviously oh, you can't lose weight on your legs so I like, like you know I lost like almost eight kilos um, and obviously wasn't very healthy or happy. And so, yeah. And then when my second agency dropped me, I came back to London. This is right before COVID. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, what? Mm -hmm. No. And it it sounds really stupid saying this, but like modeling has been my identity since I was like 13 years old. And then say like, I'm not good enough and like go get a full-time job. I was like, oh, my God, I just feel kind of like a failure and kind of like I don't Mm -hmm. know, you know. So, But then lockdown happened and um, I just kept posting on Instagram. So now that's how I make my money. And I just think that my life, the way I my brain works and the way I operate is probably not suited to a nine-to-five, but obviously I still work full-time hours. Yeah, Yeah, it's not for everyone. Like I I find that myself. Like I've I've recently got a job that's like in the realm of – like I'm really interested in which mm. makes nine to five bearable yeah any other job I've had is mm. just fucking impossible like every day is painful but yeah. Pia, really um I don't know I feel like I if I was in your position and I've been dropped like yeah. I feel like your Instagram has blown up in the past I don't I don't know maybe two years yeah and they're probably looking at you going fuck like <laughs> what <laughs> You know, like miss that boat, and I hope for your sake, if they ever reach out, you'd be like, "No, sorry, yeah, I've dropped you, <laughs> your drop." Yeah, and I wanted to ask, like, how does that, like, how did you cope with that, like, mentally? Because I feel like that would be just like so, like, hard. Because obviously, it's like you're in an industry where you're already like scrutinizing yourself every single day. You know, as you yeah. said, they make you like, lose weight and stuff like that, like. I can't even imagine, like, the pressure that, you know, people put on themselves to look good is enough. Imagine, like, someone else telling you to. Like, I just don't think I could cope with that. I would snap. (laughs) It's a lot. Even, like, for example, obviously, well, not obviously, I mean, I hate to use that word, but a lot of my friends have, like, insecurities and body issues and they will talk to me about it. And then when when I listen, I'm, like, in my head, yeah, but mine's worse because I fucking have to do this for my job like you know yeah. what I mean so it was a lot but um I don't know I just you become so resilient I guess and I was really upset for a while so the first time my agent in Australia really helped me and she was like we've got to build your book let's go send you to Athens send you to Milan so I spent five weeks in Athens alone modeling I'm going to say it was the most character building five weeks but <laughs> five weeks of my life it was fucked up, guys. 
I can't what even remember what happened. happened. I fucked it out. it out. Yeah. I was literally living on, <laughs> I was living on cucumbers and cherry tomatoes and that's it. Oh um, I was walking like 20 Ks a day in like boiling heat to get to castings and like. I, I would pass away to see Christ. me. It was gone. fucked. I lived in this model apartment and I oh, walked in. I heard some horror stories about It was so messy and I was like, oh, is this my room? And there was two girls like in their beds and there were 17 and it was three beds in one room that was tiny. And I, I have like, I don't know, not nice things, but like I took one of my worst bags which was like a little vintage Prada and I was like oh my god I'm gonna get robbed like that's how fucking scary it was and the bathroom you you, when you get in the shower which nine girls share this shower it was 10 centimeters um deep of water at all times oh yuck tinia it was oh my god I can't I can smell it ended up paying for an airbnb and yeah, but anyway, it was so um, character building. I learned so much and some bad things happened to me as well. Like I won't get into them, but like this photographer was, you know, a bit, what's it called, um, a bit like a predator, that kind of vibe, but so character building. And at the end I met Cody and Mykonos and we had an amazing holiday, so it was fine. Oh, my goodness. And so um, how – did did you know at the time when you were there, like doing this for modeling, did you know that it was like fucked up or were you sort of just like, no, I really want to do this. And like, this is my dream. So I'll do whatever it takes. No, 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 no. Like I arrived. Oh my God, guys. I arrived on a Sunday and everything was closed. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for a walk. Like I'm a big walker. I love walking, checking out neighborhoods. And I look up and there's like a vicious, vicious stray dog on a fucking roof barking oh. at me. what and I was like on the phone to my mum so my agent had told me like you know this is going to be great you really should do this and this is my only source of income so I kind of had to like make this sacrifice to make money in the Mm -hmm. future and then my mum had come to visit me but I had to like cut the time with her two weeks short so I could go anyway I was like calling her crying being like and I don't really call my mum crying often like I do stuff myself figure it all out and then I called my agent crying for the first week every day. I was like, I need to leave. Get me out. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm booking my flight. And then, like, she wasn't really listening to me. And I was like, I have enough money to book my own flight. You know this, right? I can just book a taxi to the airport. Like, I don't need you to do it. And then she was like, I just think you should stay. Like, it'll get better. And it did. And I'm so oh. glad I stayed. Oh, it did get better. Oh, it it got more manageable. <laughs> I learned so much about myself. Like, yeah. some of the stuff that I put up with and did and got around from A to B, like no internet getting around Athens with like creepy men in 40 degree heat. Like, you know, you just figure it out. It's a strange place, isn't it? Like a lot of Athens, everyone's like, oh yeah, but like the tourist hotspots are really like cool, but then there's so much of it that's just like random village in literally the middle of buttfuck nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, exactly. And then sometimes I say to people like, oh, I spent so much time there. And they're like, that's, Athens is amazing. And I feel bad because they either have family there and they've seen the best parts or they've been to the tourist spots. But yeah, it wasn't. Anyway, it was fine. I'm glad I went. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with everything. You know, if you've had like a bad experience or a traumatic experience anywhere, you're going to be like, oh, it wasn't my favorite place. Because like I say that about Greece. 
I say yeah. that about Mykonos. And I'm, I'm like, like well, get me to Mykonos. Get me to Jaffy O's on a table with a few liters of vodka. <laughs> and like, I'm like, I would never go to Mykonos ever again. Everyone's like, oh my God, why? It's such a vibe. I'm like, haha, I got bashed there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that happened. Honestly, probably. I know it was honestly. Sometimes I like imagine myself getting bashed in like my daydream, and I'm like, this is so fucked. Like I couldn't even fight back. I feel like you and Jackie are both quite similar. Where like I feel like if you're getting bashed, you're getting beaten down. (laughs) (laughs) Like with Jackie, like as like as. Oh god. I was like worried, but then I just. Like also, kind of had to laugh. Yeah, it's <laughs> for it me, is, you know what I mean. It is pretty fucking funny. Like obviously, it's not funny you got bashed, but not I'm just funny, like, but... I can imagine you in a fight. You'd be like this, like little woman <laughs> swinging like fists. I would just go. Think, I would go in. I've already planned what I would do. I would go into fetus position, fetal that's position. That's what I did. That's why, it, that's, that's, why, that's why it happened because I was covering my face and my arm was up. And they got me right from the back. And I was like, oh, I think you just broke me. You're going like airport, like air, airplane down mode. Brace Downward dog. when that happened, I showed Cody right away. I'm like, oh, my God, so fucked. And I was like, oh, my God, like, does she need my help? I'm in London. I'm not too far. <laughs> oh, my God. I needed so much help. Um, oh so, yeah, tell us all about you and Cody because, like, usually on the pod, you know, we – we talk about some toxic relationships and some yeah. shitty relationships and stuff like that, and we just love to hear about a positive one. Yeah, can you tell us? Like, you guys started dating when you were really young, yeah? Yeah, so we started – I'll tell you the whole story. Yes. Can we just say quickly before you start, Jackie and I were talking the other day and I was like, Jackie, I need to tell you something. I was like, I, I think I've got a crush on Cody. <laughs> oh, my God. And Jackie was like, me too. Do. Jackie, fuck off. You've met him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's looking very good lately. He's sexy. Yeah, he is sexy. He look, you won't mind me saying this. He's got a few little things to work on on the tummy front. We're gonna work out together. It's totally I thought you were gonna say he's got like a massive cock or something. You're like, he won't mind me telling you. He does. Husband material. Husband material. Oh, so funny. I'm like to him, I'm doing the podcast with Mitch and Jackie and he's like, um, all right, well, don't te- don't talk about anything sexual, especially not your ass. And I was like, oh, my God, why would I do that? <laughs> all we're going to talk about is your ass. I was like, what the fuck? You have a great ass. Anyway, so let me you tell you. You do have a great ass. Maybe we should talk about the ass. <laughs> we'll get back to that. So we met at a swimming pool when I was 12 and he was 13. Like it was for me the school holidays between – grade six and year seven and um I had a friend who had an older sister in his year level and I just ran into her at pram pool and I was with my dad and this is back in the day when my parents used to make me wear like my rashy vest and I'm like dad I'm just gonna go over and like <laughs> meet the older kids and he's like all right um wear your rashy and I was like dad I can't he's like all right as soon as you get over there you have to put on sunscreen and so I was putting on the sunscreen and then Cody's like can I use that after you and I was like oh. okay and then he That's added right. me on my face. Oh, my God. And then um, we were talking for a bit, but then soon later he got another girlfriend. Um, oh and God. I'd also forgotten about him. And so fast forward to, like, year eight, I was obsessed with him and he had another girlfriend. And I was, like, writing letters to my best friend. Um, she still has the letters. And they're like, I wish Cody Matt loved me. Like, I just love oh Cody Matt God. so much. And I feel That's like I manifested so him into my life. 
And then he broke up with his girlfriend and then he messaged me on WhatsApp because he still had my number. And I feel like he just did it to, like, make her jealous or something, you know? But I was oh, yeah. there for it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like oh. I've been this since you're eight. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the rest is history, really. We started going out when I was 16 and then now I'm 24 and we're married. Oh, my God. So cute. I can't believe you met, like, just organically at the pool. I know. I know. Like- well, I feel like we would have known each other anyway because we have – like growing up, we'd had similar friendship groups after that. But yeah, we met first. Did you grow up in the same area? Um, no, but his best friend grew up in like Brighton, and I went to school in Brighton, and he grew up in Turak. So like, there was some crossover, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's so cute. Um, so how long have you guys been together? Eight years. Wow. It's a long time. It's a long, long time. Okay, now we just want to know about we want to know about the engagement. Like, how did it happen? How did okay, you do I'll it? Okay, I'll everything. No. Wait, I need to tell you about um the just quickly like the reason we've been together eight years, which is a long time. But I feel like we've been through so much in eight years as well because we have gone through a lot of traumatic stuff, like just with him. And then my parents split up. We both did year 12. We did long distance for a year. We moved overseas together. We've lived together. You know what I mean? So even though I feel like sometimes people expect like something after a long period of time, but also if you've just been living at your parents' houses for five years each and been going out, you, you know, I feel like a lot of yeah, people compared to me. But I mean, you've grown together. Yeah, totally. So I just wanted to say that because I just feel like other people be like, we've been together five years and we're not even close to being engaged or something. Yeah. Um, so, let me tell you about the engagement. It was so good, guys. It was the best day of my life. Are we getting the inside scoop? Have you told anyone else? <laughs> no, I've never told anyone. Um, like on right. a thing, you know. So nice. we went to Tuscany for a holiday and um we stayed in this amazing villa which was like quite secluded and we just had a really great trip and we flew um I don't like talking about like money vibes, but we flew like on like a smaller plane because um, COVID to reduce the risk. So we arrived in a smaller kind of airport and they brought your bags out, but obviously everyone has a black suitcase and his had gone missing and I was sitting in the car in the aircon and it was so hot and he was going crazy. He's like to the lady, I need this case. Where's my case? And I was like, calm down, bro. Like your clothes aren't that good. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, funny if there was a ring in there. But Did you have any sort of inkling that there would be? Sort of. But, like, mm. it's weird because, like, I know that I love surprises, so I didn't want to know. So every time this popped into my head, I was like, get out. Like, I don't – I'm not <laughs> even giving it any airtime. And yeah. then um, on the first – oh, and also I always had said, like, since, like, 2017, I was like, I'm getting engaged in 2020. Like, I was like, 2020, I'm going to get engaged. I know that I will. And then um, I just kept kept saying to him in the year, like, we're going to get engaged this year, right? Because, like, it's in my life plan. And he was like, why would you want to get engaged during the worst year of, like, world history and tell, tell the kids that that was the year you got engaged? And I was like, oh, fuck you. Like, you ruined my plan. Um, <laughs> and then we arrived at the villa and it was like, 
such a pretty night and he's obsessed with space and because there was no like lights around you could fully see the stars so we were like dancing under the stars and then I started getting really nervous I was like oh my god like I think he's gonna propose but I don't want it to be right now because like I just don't like I'm sweaty still from the plane like we haven't showered I was like oh my god no I was like let's just go to bed come on let's go to bed but I like knew like you know there's something different about you got like the gut yeah yeah I so knew and then Oh my god, that's scary. Like I would like cry or like wet my pants or something. <laughs> um, it was our eight year anniversary and he was working in the morning from the villa every morning and then we just like had a bit of a chill morning and then we went back to the villa and I was just on the phone to a friend and she was like, Babe, I think um Cody's gonna propose and oh, why he was did she right tell next you? And I was like, no way, babe. But in my head, I was like, yes way, babe. <laughs> I, went, I went inside and Cody had put on a nice shirt. And I was like, oh, should I put on something nice? And I ran upstairs and was like, Pia, this is your moment. What are you going to wear? Oh, my God. And I text my friend. I'm like, he's about to propose. And then I deleted it. I was like, don't jinx yourself. Like, don't get anyone else involved. You don't want yeah. it. You know, it's just for you. Anyway, so then I went back downstairs and I was like, okay, are we going to cook dinner? And the guy who owned the villa was supposed to be coming around um, to water the garden. And then he opened the gate and two other men were with him. And he, Cody turned around and he's like, we have a chef. And I was oh. like, oh, my gosh. So he'd, like, organised this chef and the chef and waiter, like, prepared the table so nicely. We had so much alcohol. They did, like, a whole um, six-course meal, which was all pescatarian and gluten-free, which is what I eat. And it was, like, the best food ever. And Cody yeah. was shitting himself. But it was so good for him because he could just say, like, happy anniversary, I've done this all for the anniversary, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the surprise wasn't ruined. And he, But he was so nervous, like, legit acting so weird and, like, was drinking at triple the rate <laughs> like, of Wedding? <laughs> I would be, like, dripping with sweat. I know. No, literally. And I was like, why are you acting so strange? And he's like, oh, no reason. Anyway, so funny. And then oh, there was... It started raining and there was a rainbow. It was so sweet. And then after dinner, he asked the waiter to take a picture of us. And then um, he said, will you marry me? And I was like, oh, my gosh. It was literally the best moment ever because it was so chill and it was just us. Like, I guess the waiter was there, so we have it on video. But um, there was no, like, people around. It wasn't too lavish, but it was also, like, fucking incredible to have a chef in Tuscany. So it was, like, honestly, I couldn't have it done it more perfect oh my god i think that's like the best way to do it i would hate imagine if someone does it in front of a group of like 50 people i think i would just i would die of embarrassment yeah just i know and like yeah it was just fun and then after i was like i know i literally went through 100 emotions in one second i was like yes oh my god and then i cried for like a millisecond and then i was like laughing and then i was so happy and then oh it was just weird but it was fun. It was really fun. Oh my god, that's so cute. Did you like when he asked? Like, how did he ask? He's like, um, <laughs> so funny. We have like a relationship where we always like bag each other out, and like yeah. he's like, um, yeah, I've loved you since the moment I met you. And then after, I'm like, have you? And he's like, fuck no, not with that sunscreen at Paran Pool. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> say that. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, she's sun smart. Yeah. What did you say? I said she's sun smart. That's a lovable. Yeah, yeah. I'm sun smart, exactly. Um, but the engagement was like the best day for me because 
I um, didn't have to do anything, you know. I wasn't stressed. Yeah. 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 I know. I feel like men or women or whoever proposes in that situation, it would just be so intense. Like you'd have that feeling of like, Oh, like that anxiety the whole time. Yeah. But you're just like, oh, I just, but you can't tell anyone that you feel and you've like got, shit. And you've got one shot as well. It's like everything has to be perfect. I you know. can't just like redo it with that element of surprise. I know. And like the first exactly. time. Exactly. Oh, and my God. So, sorry. What did you say? <laughs> I was saying it's so funny watching the video because we're both so nervous. Like when he turned to me, because I kind of, like clocked it because the waiter Cody goes oh and now video and then there was like really nice music in the back and then Cody goes Pia and I go oh my god it's happening (laughs) oh it's just so funny oh my god that's so funny I feel like I was gonna say I feel like that's why like you hear so many stories about when people get engaged that it was like oh like he had planned to do it here but like he had the ring in his pocket and he was just getting so anxious that he just did it like at the house before we left Yeah, totally. But I also love that vibe too, though. Like, I love the whole just like. I like that it was. It's like just, just you, you two. two. It doesn't. Yeah. No one else needs to be involved. Doesn't need to be like a big spectacle, a huge spectacle, an yeah. event. You know, for everyone else in a restaurant to see. Like oh, it's no. it's your marriage. You know, yeah. you two yeah. spending your life together. So make it intimate. I like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, Thank you. Like how how are your fa- how did your family react? Like your oh, mum and dad. Tell my family. So it was kind of annoying because his family fully knew, like brothers, sisters, parents. So we called them and they were like, oh, we're so happy. But like, we know. And yeah. my family were like, oh my God. Like they were so happy. It was Aww. so funny when we called my mom and like just went on FaceTime and she was like, oh my gosh. Like she couldn't believe it. Well, she could, but she was just so happy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's cute. That. Yeah, it was sweet. Um, but, and, yeah, now what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say it's, like, really nice to see, like, it's obvious how much you guys love each other and mm-hmm. to see you guys engaged made us very happy. Oh, my God. I, I can, cannot tell you, which is going to be my next question, but I cannot tell you how quickly I sent the photo of you on your wedding day to Mitch being like, holy fuck, what the hell, they got married. I was like, okay. What the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? They both look so fucking yeah, hot. Yeah, like, sorry, you dread, like, you looked Amazing. incredible. Cody looked boss and sexy Cody as fuck. Looked- <laughs> hot as fuck. I agree. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah, like, Talk us through it. it talk was- us through Like, I just love the fact that you, like, did a freaking casual vibe, but also, like, you both looked seriously amazing. Thank you. Well, I am so happy we did what we did. I couldn't, like, I just am so happy. So what happened was we were always, we were like, okay, yay, we're engaged. Now what? Like planning a wedding has always been kind of a bit daunting for me. And I always think like, once you invite this person, this person comes and I want it Italy, but then, oh, then, oh, oh, oh. And I always thought like, oh God, I'm not even thinking about this until I'm engaged. And then we were like, what are we going to do? Like COVID is going to be, how long do we have until we have to wait? And then we were thinking like, we kind of just want to do it us two in Italy. And then it's sort of like, you know, when you, um, I don't know, you're having like a shit time at a party and you're like, let's leave. And then you check the Uber and they're like, double the surcharge and you're like I don't care I'm paying because I've decided I want to leave like once you made it your mind you've made up your mind and we were like let's get married just us two 
in Italy and we couldn't do that but we were like well, we've made up our minds so let's do it in London so we didn't oh, tell yeah. anyone um well I won't lie I told a few people and he was like Pina I haven't even told my parents and I was like I can't help myself um anyway so we really didn't tell many people at all I planned the whole thing like booked a hotel um we did our rings we did I got my hair and makeup done I organized a cake we organized dinner it was really chill um it was so nice we just got drunk the night before in the hotel had like hash browns for breakfast my makeup artist came over who was my friend we got ready we went it was just fun and then we got really drunk we had like three bottles of champagne went out for dinner ate our cake all night and then the next day we went out for lunch with his family and so like we text them and we're like guys we just got married and they were like what the (laughs) (laughs) I love that I love that too I was wondering if you guys got blackout because from all the photos and stuff I'm like she's never holding champagne like I am just worried that they're not having like the most fun that they could be having. And then I was like, is she pregnant? What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Everyone thought I was pregnant. I think obviously because it's a quick wedding and people are like, oh, you want to be married before you have a bump. But yeah. no, I'm not pregnant. Um, we just want to be married, to be honest. And I just feel so happy um, that we did that. So what happened was is we, I got my friend to come, thank God, because you have to have two witnesses. Um, And so I got a photographer and my friend did like the videoing and she's like amazing at all that stuff. Um, And then they left from the wedding. So after the wedding, um, we didn't have any more photos really. We just had like selfies after. And then that's when we kind of started drinking and stuff because I was not getting drunk before. I was so nervous. We were both so nervous. I don't know why. I'm not allowed to drink on my wedding day because I'll be shit-faced. I'll end up getting dumped. (laughs) Divorce. (laughs) And no one will not do it. You just want to remember the whole thing as well. Yeah, exactly. And it's. I feel like, yeah, I honestly, like, I've never been the type of person that has ever really thought about my wedding or what I wanted to do or, like, been that person that, like, Pinterest, like, wedding ideas. Like, it's just not my vibe at all. But then when I saw yours, I was like, that is a fucking vibe and like no one has to like see me like ugly cry or like do something embarrassing or I don't know. Like, yeah. They'll just see the photos after and be like, well, you look good. And I'll be like, yep, thanks. It reminds me yeah. of like Carrie and B. Yes. Their second attempt. Yeah. Where they just go to town hall, couple friends, although you didn't have like no friends. But, yes. Um, and Emrata too. Low yeah, key. that was. And Rada was my inspo, and then some friends were like, Carrie and B did it, but I didn't. I haven't seen all the sex in the city. But um, um, I'm so glad we did it. You know why, guys? Because it's not even about the money at mm. all. Like, I'm sure you look back when you're 80 years old, and even if you spend 100 grand, like, you know, you think it was worth it for your wedding or whatever. Yeah. But I just think, like, at this age, spending so much of your savings mm-hmm. and so much time and effort, and there's usually so many fights with, like, bridesmaids and people yeah. you expect so much of people I'm just not about that vibe I'm honestly about the low-key vibe and I never thought about my wedding until I saw like you Jackie I I saw someone in Positano and I was like that would be amazing that's mm-hmm. like what I want but I, mm-hmm. I'd never thought about it till then and I'm just so glad we did it this way and we hope to have a huge party when everyone can travel but yeah. see that's a like, lot. Walk down that's, the aisle. 
That's a vibe because then you don't have to worry so much about, you know, because I feel like a wedding day in, well, not that I've had one, but how I would imagine it is like how when you have like a 21st or an 18th, it's your party and like, yeah, it's fun. But you have to spend the whole day going around talking to everyone individually, saying hi to everyone individually. You can't really like relax. And I feel like that would be like a wedding. Like you'd just be like, hi, oh my God, I'm Selma and like cousin whoever and like you know all these random people that you're just like i don't want to fucking talk to you i just want to like have a champagne and like be with my husband but like like boogie boogie and have fun but i feel like you just can't like have fun at other people's weddings but i just feel like at your own thing it's so it would suck i think it would suck like having a huge one i'm fully on board with this now and also my friend who's getting married um soon she told me like so we're having this at three and then we walk down the aisle at five then from five till seven thirty we've got our photos I'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. your wedding goes for six hours with your friends and you two hours for photos are you serious like that's you know, what are you doing? And, family. And, and then I'm also with the vows, I just don't understand the drunkenness like when are you drunk I feel like I'd just be getting drunker and drunker by the end of the night I'd be like face I'd be down vomiting, in a dish. Literally. <laughs> guys you're gonna need to be cut off at your own wedding <laughs> I literally will. Oh. I'll be like, I'm fucking paying. Let me. I would, I would. Oh, at the fight, they would come at me. We'd both be punching on at our weddings. Oh, I'd be like texting everyone. It's over. I hate him. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, and I was going to say with the wedding vows as well. We were like, oh, what do we want to do? Because we didn't really want to say them in front of all friends at a party. Like it's quite mm. meaningful. And yeah. then I was like, I don't really want to say them in front of like this random photographer. And yeah. like, I was like, oh God, I'm not going to be able to get my words out. So we wrote each other cards and we read them when oh. we got back to the room with our champagne. That's and it was beautiful. the best thing ever because we've still got them. Like we can read them over and over again. But I also feel like oh. it's more personal because it's yeah. between the two of you rather than everyone else. Like the no two. one else needs to witness that. No, no one needs to listen exactly. to that. Exactly. So yeah, it was, it was a really great day but I was a bit stressed at the beginning of course also for everyone that hasn't been following as closely as Mitch and I have um (laughs) can you quickly explain what you did because I feel like that'll be so annoying for people listening like what the fuck did they do yeah (laughs) oh my god yes okay so we we just booked it in at the courthouse near our house which is called old Marleybone town hall just because we live in London Um, um and we just went down there with a photographer and friend and then you go in the room, you have to like read your vows and then sign the thing and then you're officially married. So we didn't tell any friends or family um, and then we told them all afterwards and we just like, you know, picked our own rings and had the night at the hotel before and after and it was amazing. Wow. It seriously looked amazing and now I just want to know, about the dress when I saw it I searched for so long to find it because I was like where the fuck is this from it's like perfect and then I saw it somewhere I was like oh my god it's Alexander Wang it was amazing like seriously amazing dress I'd seen the top version of it a few months ago but it was like expensive for a top it was like 500 pounds and I was like fuck that like I'm not spending that on a top just for like life and yeah. then um, I saw that they had a dress version and I was like, oh, that's so nice. I'll try it on as a backup option. And I went and tried it on and I was like, you know what, I think this could be it and I can't be fucked going and trying on dresses and making a big deal. And mm. I sent it to like two friends and they're like, you look so good. And I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to get it. And then I went back and got it and it was 
like not even you know people spend 20 grand upwards on a wedding dress like this was like so reasonably priced for a wedding dress yeah Um, and then Cody got a suit um from like this I don't know just like a random suit place and then he needed a tie so we went into Prada and he's like oh I because he had that Prada jacket already he's like why don't I buy this tie and wear it with my Prada jacket and I was like oh fuck yeah baby you're gonna look so hot (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I love that I love how chill this whole thing was like it's just like so I don't know it just seems so like genuine and sincere and obviously it is but like it just seems so much more like catered to the two of you rather than like trying to please like a whole wedding party. Yeah. Totally. It totally was. And I just was speaking to a friend the other day who's a bit older and she was like, Pia, I've been to like 20 weddings and let me tell you the more fuss means the less love. And I was like, oh, really? It's true. I agree. I was actually thinking that. Compensating I feel like, for I feel like it's because like with you two it's like, you wouldn't go to the effort to actually go and do something small and, like, between you two. If, if you, you weren't, didn't care. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't care. Like, you're obviously, like, so in love to be like, let's go do this. Something small, something intimate, just us yeah. two. You it's and me, just us two. So much more. So much more. Yeah, really fun. Like, we both had such a great day. Yeah. Yeah. It looked amazing. It, it did look amazing and... It looks really special. Like the photos, you guys just look so happy. I know. And hot. <laughs> and hot as fuck. Yeah. Hot as fuck. Um, should we now talk about your living in London, current situation, COVID, like the dreaded chat, but I feel like people are in, would be interested to hear about it, especially since, you know, now in Australia we're sort of, maybe on the up who knows yeah but we're, we're so, better off than you at the moment Sorry. oh my god guys. well um roll we, last time. yeah role reversal so we were fucked at the start of the year and you guys were like fine i think you guys had mm-hmm. like i don't know i'm gonna say 100 cases a day we had 5,000, and i was like guys we have 5,000 cases a day like this country is fucked we were fully in like not military lockdown but like one hour exercise a day for three months or longer like it was honestly a lot and then we came out of it and then it got down the cases got down to like I don't know like a hundred new ones a day which was super low for us we went on a huge trip like we traveled we had normal life for a bit clubs weren't open and that as if I fucking care about clubs Um, (laughs) that's the only thing like you couldn't go to like a music festival and stuff so that was you know annoying because usually this time of year you would and also you'd travel more but life felt normal and then the day of the wedding actually we got in the car after and the driver was like oh did you guys hear we're going into lockdown and then since then um and we're like no we didn't fucking hear we've just been getting married like oh idiot ruin our day um, (laughs) yeah since then it's pretty much been locked down and then before right before Christmas they like cancelled Christmas they said families can't meet up it's like fully locked down there's 60,000 new cases per day like that, that is and fun. I said this to my friends and my friends are like yeah yeah 60,000 people I'm like no no sweeties 60,000 new people every single day Holy tomorrow and the next day so it's fucked it's out of control and then we were like Cody had someone 
come near him that had COVID. So we did a test and we were negative. And then a few days later, he's like, mm, I've got a cold and he's very dramatic. And I was like, whatever, get over it. You're not positive. I'm not doing one. And then he did it. And of course, like, I'm, not doing I'm, like, well. I'm like, oh, my friend, he better not be positive. Like I need to be right. Because I was being so harsh. I was like, just get over it. Anyway, it turns out he's positive. So we literally just got over COVID as well. So we both had it as well, but we were not that bad. We were fine. Wait, this oh is breaking God, wait, news. Why are you being so chill about this? This is breaking what was news. It like? We didn't know you had COVID. <laughs> I'm always has COVID. <laughs> Do it. Oh my God. Oh we need to know how it goes. Wait, you haven't, because you haven't spoken about this on your Instagram, have you? No, because. Um, well, because it's fucked here. Sixty one in twenty people in London have it, so it's not like yeah. that crazy big of a deal. Yeah. How was it for you? Um. Well, it was fine, but the thing is, I didn't say to anyone that I have it because we have a dog and we live in an apartment, so I have to take her out to wee. So we isolate, but I have to like wear my mask, my gloves, and take her outside to wee, and I just like didn't want anyone to. Yeah know really? and then know that I was doing that even though it's actually legal but I just felt yeah. awkward so and yeah. also people get funny like if I see a friend next week they might like at the start of COVID Cody didn't want to see anyone that had it and I'm like but she tested negative two months ago and he's like I don't care she's had it I don't want to see them like oh, he was dead so out forever <laughs> goodbye Friendship yeah, he's like cutting them off um so yeah we had it he lost his smell. I didn't lose my smell or my taste. He was like, I was coughing quite a bit. He mm-hmm. was like a bit like, uh, what's it called? Like blocked nose, a bit like snotty and was coughing and had a sore throat. And, oh, you get diarrhea as well. So we both had that, which oh, is a That's great. Yeah, it was honestly fine. We just stayed home the whole time, stayed home over New Year's. Um, fell asleep at 10, didn't drink. I had a glass of red and was like fucked on one glass because we were sick. <laughs> um, Do they give yeah. you medication for it or is it sort of just like a ride it out vibe? Um, ride it out, definitely. I guess you go to the hospital if you're sick, mm. but otherwise you just ride it out. And like there's so many people, you know, it's so hard because some of the friends we've told have been like, oh, so you agree the media is just making out that it's so oh. bad and, and like I mean technically I I agree from my perspective like it was fine for us but you can't say that like there's people the statistics aren't fake like there's people dying yeah. every day lots of people yeah. like it affects different people way differently so if you know and you just don't know what you're going to get really get the normal flu and be fine and then someone else could get the normal flu and pass away like you just don't know and the thing is there's so many different strains and stuff now Mm. as well like you might have one strain someone else could get some hectic one that like Mm. fucking kills them yeah exactly if you have any other prior health issues that sometimes you don't even know that you have issues until you fuck COVID and die Mm. that's what I was gonna say like sometimes you don't know you might have an autoimmune condition or anything you know yeah I'm still like literally shook and taken aback about the whole, you know, we freak out here in Melbourne when we've got 10 cases. Imagine 60,000. Oh. You yeah, I'm not so I'm not laughing in a rude way either, everyone. I'm no, just sort of like shocked. Shocked. I'm just shook about that number. How many people do you fit in the MCG? 20,000? 
That's like, that's oh, well, that's, you know, more than half of that. With COVID every day. With COVID every day. So no wonder everybody has it. Like there's no way that you wouldn't catch it. Especially because everyone gets We get scared when there's someone that's been to one golf course in Melbourne and everyone's like, well. Where there's no building for them to touch door handles, like open space. Like I know. In London, in the UK, they're not going to shut it down. They're not going to go into lockdown for 10 cases. What am I trying to say? Like they're never going to be able to get rid of it fully. Whereas in Australia and in Melbourne, they can. So they're like everyone stays inside. Because you can get 10 cases to zero, but you can't get 60,000 to zero. That makes me just feel like travel is never going to be on the cards. I think it's going to be um, mid this year or end of because the vaccine's rolling out. I know, I know but, but then aren't there like, different mutated yeah. strains that are like? Can it just? Well, stop? they said the vaccine works for both, but honestly, guys, I don't know. And every day, like even though we've had COVID, I'm still so scared, like of yeah. getting another other strain or anything. Like, and then people tell me like you can get a different um, amount, like the amount. So say, yeah. for example, someone coughs in your face compared to if you touch it, then you get a different symptom. And if someone coughs in your face, then you're fucked. And I'm like, is that true? How do I know? Like, oh, no, I'm so scared. I, I yeah. worked for a cosmetic doctor and she was saying she has, like, she's gone back to full PPE because she kind of relaxed a little bit, like obviously still with a mask and stuff, but she's like in a gown, face shield and everything now because the viral load for someone like a doctor or, you know, if your closer contact is so much higher and so much more deadly than yeah. if I've, like, touched. touched a door handle and touched my mouth. Mm. Like, it's a lot. It's true. Yeah, well, that's what she said and I, you know, believe her. So, wow. so what's the um, – what are the rules right now? Like, is everything sort of open in London? Like, what can you do? Um, everything's closed, so – legit full lockdown you can exercise and you can go to the supermarket and you can meet someone from outside your household for exercise only with masks on so it's like fully locked down we don't have a curfew and we don't have um an exercise limit but you know what some of my friends were asking that and I was like guys in what world like have you been to London do you know how busy this is like there's 10 supermarkets on in five minutes near my house like there's a hospital near my house there's pharmacies all of these things need to stay open all of these people need to get to work like there's no curfew in this city ever like mm. it's so quiet on the street but like you know if you're in Brighton or something I can imagine you could, if you see someone walking around you're like um hello it's after curfew but like you will never yeah. there could never be a curfew here I'd be so shocked if they could enforce it or they could enforce it as a good reason to be out but like mm. you know I don't think so yeah, wow. Bloody nuts. God, it's actually scary to hear. Like, oh, I just, I don't know. I get scared when there's like, yeah, like a case close to us here, a single yeah. case close to us here. I know, imagine. And that's like with such a small volume of cases compared mm. to what you guys have at the moment. Like it must be really, yeah. I feel like I've never really felt, the, I guess the start of COVID, I was kind of I was like, I'm not going to catch it. Yeah. But then as it's gone on, I'm getting more and more. Oh, yeah. Anxious Every time there's a it. slight scare, like, you know, everyone's had a little scare where you've sort of been like, oh, no, I'm sick. Like, I think I have it. And it's yeah. like the scariest thing ever. Like, or if you know someone and they're like, oh, no, I saw them that day. And you're like, 
but no, I don't know anyone that's had it, but like. I, I know one person, but mm. that's it. Yeah, yeah you guys know me? Yeah, yeah you guys know so Now yeah. we know two people that have Oh my God, it's just crazy. <laughs> it's like, just want some normality. Like I was I thinking, I've just finished, you know, almost three weeks, like holidays over the Christmas period. And like, although I feel like a little bit more refreshed, I'm like, this is the time or like, you know, mid-year when I usually go away for a month, mm. go overseas, I come back and I feel actually refreshed mm. and I've gone back to work and I'm like, I have to work for like another six months until yeah. I get, you know, another few weeks off and I haven't even left Victoria Yeah. since like yeah. fucking 18 months. Like what the fuck? I know. How well, are you? I was saying like- this the other day and she mm. was like, I've, really shifted my priorities this year every year I look forward to my European holiday or a holiday to kind of like get me through the rest of the year like I go away in winter and she's like but this year I've kind of realized that we spend so much of our lives at home regardless of COVID like I'm going to start using this money to save for a house like think about my future I can't just mm. go away the whole time I'm like mm, you're a smart girl like really yeah, you smart. know so many people are having really big perspective changes from this year. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, everyone's learned so much from yeah. 2020 for sure. Like, 100%. It's been a big change. How, how are you like going with your family? Like, do you miss them heaps? Like, had you planned to come back to Melbourne or? Um, we usually do Christmas in Bali and then I usually come home. So that's always the plan. This will actually be the first year that I've ever fully done a winter here and it's fucking freezing guys i wake up yeah. on my phone currently negative five i'm like great oh. um but is it like I miss my is it annoying did you say snowing. snowing snowing no it's not snowing um it's not snowing yet it is like outside london but not here um yeah. i miss my family and i miss my friends but we just talk so much like my best friend Louie I haven't seen her in over a year and like she literally knows what I have for breakfast lunch and dinner every day it's like we Mm -hmm. live together so yeah it's so good to have um FaceTime and WhatsApp and everything yeah technology yeah we'd be um doomed to that do you think since moving to London like have you do you feel like you've maintained most of your friendships like do you still have you, has anyone dropped off or do you Not kind really. of? Like good. a few people have dropped off that I wasn't even that close with to begin with. But yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like no friendships have dropped off that I think like, oh, damn, I really miss them. Would yeah. be so fucked up if someone was listening to this being like, well, I miss you. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> like <laughs> feeling is not mutual. <laughs> like, yeah, Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I've really made an effort with my friends, even though sometimes I take two to three business days to reply. It's, I, I do, and I'm in the same country. Yeah. Like, it's just like. It's so annoying. Like, they, they message me, and then I kind of think in my head, like, oh, you don't have to reply straight away because they're going to sleep soon. And then it gets to like 7 p.m. I'm like, fuck, they're about to wake up, and I haven't replied, and it's been their whole sleep. Shit, shit, shit. And then I like quickly do all my WhatsApps. That's so funny. Um, all right, so let's just get some happy questions to finish it off. Um, what is your go-to drink, Pia? Alcoholic oh. or non-alcoholic? Could, could be either. We know you love red. I'm, Guys, I'm I've really gotten gay. into red lately. It's so weird. The reason yeah. I like red is because it's the only drink that Cody and I drink together. Like uh-huh. 
usually wants a beer and I usually want an Aperol spritz. So it's going to be a red or an Aperol spritz or a champagne, kind of like champagne at the moment too. Yeah, yeah love that. Love that. Um, what is your favourite ISO activity? What has been like your favourite? Um, I'm going to hold <laughs> you know what, guys? What did you say? <laughs> Mitch was like, do we want to know? <laughs> Actually, we do want to know. <laughs> um no you don't um no you know what my favorite thing this is like really wholesome of me and you guys will probably roll your eyes my favorite thing has been getting into my journaling routine because I've had the time without to rush out the door and it's been so good to make time for it but I've also been making play and we've been watching a lot of Netflix and the first lockdown I was cooking heaps but I'm the worst cook honestly it's so bad and just mm. wasn't doing anyone any favors, so I kind of stopped. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm giving that up. Uh, yeah, I really want to get into journaling as well. I feel like it's such a good mm. release. Like whenever I've done it, it is because of people have told me to do it in the past. Yeah, psychologists, <laughs> psychiatric. <laughs> um, it's such a good release. Like mm. if you are in a shit mood or if something's going on, it's like if you can't talk to someone about it or even if yeah. you can, but putting it into words. And it's also really interesting to look back on what you've but written. But I, I get nervous that someone will read it and it'll be so cringe. Me going through your room like, oh, No, you have to hide it myself today. <laughs> <laughs> when we went on the holiday with Cody's family, I would be like writing in the journal when like, I, you know, when you like write a line and put your hand over the line and then <laughs> write another line. I was like, no one read this. And his dad would always be like, his dad's name's Craig, and he'd always be like, I hate Craig. Craig did this. I'm like, it's not about you. <laughs> oh it's God. about my life, Craig. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right, some favourite Insta accounts to follow. Um, we the Urban. I love We the Urban. Oh, same. Best quotes. I really like it. And I'm going through my saved Oh, I'll say the most random things lately. Um, yeah, I really like quote pages. They make me feel happy. Sometimes I feel bad saying this, but like sometimes influencers make me feel a bit overwhelmed because I'm like, oh, you know, everyone does such cool stuff and this. Oh my and god! This and sometimes, like, um, I go on in the morning and just be like, "That's it. I'm fucking not doing anything today because everyone's just taking too many cool pictures and I'm fucking over it." <laughs> Yeah. So dramatic. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fucking not going on anymore. As someone who I love to follow is Matilda Jeff. Yeah. I just think she's so sweet. And I yeah. think she says really, like, good stuff about body positivity. Yeah. Like, you're literally – how much you weigh or, like, what you look like is the least interesting thing about you. And I'm yeah. like, I just love everything you say. And she's also – like so cool and has a really good clothes and has her own brand and I just think yeah. she's the best. And her house is fucking amazing too. Yeah, gorgeous. Mm. Um, yeah. Is there anyone else? Um, Jackie Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> and... Good save. Um, <laughs> <Mitchell> <laughs> <Clark> <laughs> there we go. Save. <laughs> uh, that's what we were looking for. Glad we got there in the we end. Got there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh my god! I just went on Mitch's profile. You got a nipple piercing. I've got two. I had a quarter life crisis this <laughs> last year, and I did a when double. Did you, one. you got them both on the same day. Yeah, 
<gasps> Where'd you go? I went to somewhere in the city. It was like, you know, that emo shop. What's it called? Um, <laughs> I, know, I know it. I, know it. Yeah. I went there. Yes, I emo shop. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, I was worried that if I get one done, someone said to me, like, they go hard. And I was like, well, I don't want one, like, fl- soft, flaccid nipple and the other one, like, rock hard. And I was <laughs> Did like, it go hard? Uh, well, I think it just makes them more visible. And I just love when people can see it in my clothing. I love it. It's such a flex. Um, so I got mine done but only one and I, I don't think I'll get this. I know that I'm never going to get the second. Um, did you, now that we're just on this, sorry to everyone listening, but you're just going to have to listen to it. Did you find that A, did it hurt and B, did it make your nipple stay hard the whole time? Um, it was so weird. It hurt but then I was over it like I was literally like this my friend was in the room and I was like oh my fucking god that hurts so fucking much oh my fucking god I get up and look and I'm like fuck that didn't hurt at all I'm hot as fuck and the guy was like what is wrong with you and my, I was like to my friend that's it I'm like look how hot I am and she was like dude you literally just screamed um but yes, it hurt for like a second and then it was fine um and it didn't make it go hard but it sticks up sort of yeah, I feel like the bar pushes the that bit out further. See, that's the last yeah. thing I well, I've got. Mine is already. But I feel out. like because they're out, they won't go out much further. That's true. Imagine if they did though. Imagine if they were fully like full Mentos ring toss. Just like explaining to Jackie while I like got my nipples out. What? I I think that would look hot to be honest. Yeah. Me too, because you wear lots of like skin. I know, but my tops. nipples are already just too big. They're not, they're tiny. The thing is, the thing is with your nipple, you think they're huge, but they're tiny. Yeah, but everyone always mentions them. Who? <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, ring toss ring over to- here. Ring toss. I get called ring toss. Ring toss Alexander. What are some goals for 2021 for Pia Mance? Also, is, did you get hyphenated or just straight Mance? No, it's just um, Pia Mance, but oh, oh, it's just the whole thing. So my middle name right now, like my my middle name that I was born with is starts with an A, and I was like, mm-hmm. I am not having Pam as my initials. So I changed my middle name as well. Um, so I made my middle name my current name and my last name Mance. And then, oh, I love you. Wait, what do you mean? And now it's Pia Catapan Oh. But I won't go by Pia Catapan Mats. I'll just be Pia Mats. Yeah. I've already changed it. Oh, like it's all done. That's cute. That's cool. So my goals, I have so many goals and I have a vision board. I don't know. Some of them are private, but I'll read you some, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have quite a few categories. I have a work which there's just a few things that I want to do this year. Yeah, money. Obviously, I want to save more money. I want to uh, save 50% more money than I currently have. Um, And I want to, with health and body, I really want to be able to fucking run five kilometres twice a week. I've never been able to commit to this and I just want to do it. So that's the goal. And I also really want to limit my caffeine because I just have like, you know, I run on adrenaline already. I'm a high wired stressed person. And then I pump myself with three coffees a day and I wonder why I'm stressed. Like I need to do things for me, like, you know, look after my body. So that's another one. 
And then I want to do one date night a month where I fully dress up, like fully get a blow wave, you know. I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, guys. I love, I love that idea. You know and what, then, though? Oh, you're still going. My, yeah, sorry. I've got a lot of goals. This All is right. my me section. So mm-hmm. journal and meditate every day, become organized, keep a calendar, keep to-do lists on my phone and stuff, be tidy, manifest, say yes more, let go of things you can't control, be kind to everyone. That's it. Yeah. I love your goals because it's not like I want to buy a house in six months, like which, you know, for some people is achievable, but mm. everything is reasonable. Yeah. And achievable yeah I love it like it's sensible and like you know doing stuff I don't know buying a house in a year obviously it would be fucking dope but like I can't do that and also like it's not gonna I don't know yes it'll make me happy to achieve that goal but working on things for me and like doing yeah. things to better myself every day is where I'm at right now yeah well, I feel like and there's no important. rush for anything else yeah. like yeah exactly the houses aren't going anywhere <laughs> Unless there's like some kind of market crash, <laughs> or like the world just oh yeah, well implodes. Then it wouldn't really matter, would it? No, as long as I'm dead, who cares? Yeah, no, yeah. I love that. I love those goals, and I love the idea of like a getting dressed up for a date night once a month. That is a fucking vibe. It's fun. Yeah, and it's like it makes it special rather mm-hmm. than like oh you know throw on some jeans and go down to Hungry Jacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, if a friend says, let's do dinner on Friday, I think like, oh, what shall I wear? But if Cody's like, we don't really plan. We'll just go out for dinner any night of the week. And he'll text yeah. me like, do you want to meet at the restaurant? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, like I can go with like messy hair. Like, I, you know, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. But I really want to try and make an effort. I know. Or even just like, you know, when they're like, oh, let's just get Uber Eats. You like sit in bed and eat it. And you're like, ew, why are we being so gross? Yeah. And you spend more. Yeah. Literally. <sighs> oh, but. We're going to try and make, like, nice things out of lockdown because it is hard. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's the way to do it. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on the pod. We love speaking to you always. You're an inspiration. You are. And we've um, – well, I personally just love seeing Wolfie on Instagram, so keep mm. that up. Let her know that I'm thinking of her. <laughs> I'm going to add you to my close friends because that's where the real Wolfie content is. What? I'm is surprised that well, not already. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, you know what, guys? The reason is because one time this girl added me to her close friends and we were like sort of Insta friends. And then I was like, wow, like, does she see me that close? And I just feel awkward doing that to people. Oh, my God, I know the feeling. You, like, <laughs> click through you're someone's you're on someone's first and you're like, wait a minute, you're should like, I put you on mine? I've met you, like, twice. How are we, like, close? Yeah. And then, um, my, like, my friend said the other day, she was like, this girl has me on her close friends. Like, she mustn't have many friends to have me. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, what are people thinking about me? Oh, my God, that's well, so no. funny. I don't, I don't even ever, like, post on my close friends. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. remember to. Like, I should. Things that I post when I'm wasted yeah. should be going on the close We time. really need to get into that. But, yeah. but I made a few mistakes posting oh. on real by accident. Anyway, tell me what you're going to say and I'm going to add you to the close friends right now. I was just going to say, as we've said before, when we can get over to London or if you're back in Melbourne, oh, yeah. whatever happens first or if we happen to be in the same country at some point, 
we are keen to have, have a red wine, a lot of red wine, and a <laughs> beautiful dinner and yeah. gossip. Of course, there is always. I'm sitting in my spare room right now. There is always a room for you here in London. There is always drinking time for you reserved. Always. We love that. Likewise. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. It's an actual honour to do this podcast. I feel blessed. Oh, And thank you for being such a loyal listener. Mm. We love that. Love it. Every time an episode's out, I'm the first to listen, I reckon. Oh, my God. Stop. You're making me blush. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, (laughs) bright red. (laughs) All right, Pia. So thank you so much for coming on. We wish you all the best for the lockdown and life in London and you know, sending all our love and hope that it gets better over there ASAP. But, yeah, talking to you is the best. We love it. And, you know, hopefully you can achieve some of those goals, if not come close to. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me and thanks for the positive words. Bye. 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 Thank you for taking an hour out of your morning. (laughs) 